Good evening and welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I didn't think I'd be doing another show this soon, but things come up that I must talk about. And something came up that I must talk about. We're going to have a guest tonight, and I'm also going to have someone hosting with me. Let's see if I can find, oops, see if I can find my co-host. Hang on a second. There he is. Oops. There we go. Let's turn him up so he has volume. Beautiful. I love when everything works. It's wonderful. Hello. Hey, buddy. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You're, I would imagine that the most favorite holiday of the year for you is going to be is coming tomorrow, right? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I've had a. Uh, I don't know. I've had a shitty Halloween though, so I. Not not like emotionally and personally, but just like all my costume stuff and makeup stuff, like all my ideas that I've had this year just kind of failed. Just so, so you know, Flitzanu every year does intricate fucking shit. He doesn't like go buy a, a, a thing you put over your face at a store. He like gets serious. You know what I saw? I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Facebook. Someone did a, a costume for... Uh, um, what was that? the name of that movie where the uh, centipede? Oh, the human centipede? The human centipede. Someone did a costume for human centipede. Did you see that? No. <laughs> it's, no. It's cool. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Though. Oh, it was great. Like, it, you know, I had this guy, um, and then it, it was like these two mannequins behind him. With It, it was it was awesome. I mean, it was so cool. <laughs> now, that would have been a great costume, a human centipede costume. But, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Flitzano gets very, very hardcore with his, uh, with his costumes. So, uh yeah, that's that's I mean, do you have something figured out? Um, well, I mean, you know, the parties and stuff like the the more adult versions of of Halloween kind of happened on Saturday. So um, really, all that's left is like, you know, trick or treaters like I've got my I've got a mask from I don't know that you've seen it. I can't remember. Uh, I have a uh, it's Frank from uh-huh. Hellraiser. Yep. I have like a full hood, like silicone mask that I actually did buy, but they're like six hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. But um, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's all like hand painted. I mean, it, it's amazing, but right. um, it's very, very hot. Like it's a full it's a full head and like a cowl, like it kind of comes down over your neck and your chest and your back area. And yeah. so but it's silicone and so it doesn't breathe. So wearing it is it's just really, really hot. So it's going to be really cold for Halloween. So I'll probably just put on the mask and go sit outside and scare people outside. You know, I don't know, scare little kids that come to trick or treat or something. You know, at least you get kids. I, I live on a street where we don't get anybody because I don't live on a main road, but it's uh, it, it doesn't have a sidewalk. Oh, and yeah. It, it's kind of a busy road because down the street from me uh, is a... Uh, construction site and trucks and but it's not we just don't have a sidewalk so we don't get any trick-or-treaters and i and i'm sure jamie that drives her nuts you know i i don't know i get but my mother gets a ton of them she, oh my god right. she gets tons and tons and tons of them and then i have a two-year-old now so uh you know of course oh gonna, yeah yeah that's right yes 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 sir. So you, <laughs> you and, get to carry the kid to the door and yeah be like, hey and, i need candy and and you uh uh have found a a new uh you've got a new uh you've announced it on facebook so i think i can say this you've got <laughs> yes. a girlfriend now right yeah i found uh, a new girl oh yeah. that's wonderful that's absolutely wonderful it's pretty great so far she puts up with my shenanigans and 
<laughs> she deals with my uh, my bullshit. So that is great. You pussy so far, so good. Oh my god, Dino's terrible. You pussy motherfucker. No, he's not. You should have a girlfriend for Christ's sakes. It's wonderful. It's wonderful being in love, and it's not. And it's what's great. You're in the best part where it's new, and you know you guys are feeling each other out, and uh, you know you're doing little nice things for each other, and you know what I mean. You're you're in that in that heavenly. Uh, part right now the fun the fun right. part yes yeah like i got to do her makeup for halloween so oh, that's wonderful like, it all worked out for her and then just when it came to my stuff it just i and i was actually i haven't really said this part on on air or on facebook or anything i was going to go as uh Leilu dallas from uh fifth element okay the character that Mila jovovich played yeah um whenever they first like had her in the little medical tube or whatever, she comes out in like the weird little bandages. It's basically like strips over her nipples and like her stomach. It's like, it's really skimpy, like thermal bandage costume. Right. And I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. Cause I don't, you know, it's, it's bizarre and extreme and, you know, and risque and whatever, like yep. kind of long. And then on top of that, like I wouldn't really have to do any makeup because I would just be wearing a really terrible, like crazy costume. And so, um, that was my plan, but all the, the costume part of it's kind of failed. Um, so I ended up not being able to do that. And then, uh, and then I tried to do some makeup stuff and I just kind of lost creativity and kind of hit a, hit a wall and didn't really know what to do with, you know, and it had no direction on anything. So I just right. went to my friend's party with no makeup, <laughs> <laughs> no makeup, no costume, you know? Well, at least you got to go to a party. That's fun. Yeah. I've been to a party in years. My God, I don't even know how I would even find time to party with everything going on in my life. I, I couldn't I couldn't take 10 minutes for a party. So oh, at least you got to party. You know what? Um, just so everybody knows, call in number 347-712-3737. And I'm going to have Matt Salter on. Now, I'm having him on. He's going to be on in a little bit. He had something come up. He's going to be here in a little bit. I'm having him on because... Recently in New York, they passed that law where wherever you can't smoke, you can't vape. Okay. And uh, the, the news did a story on it, and they interviewed Matt, and I'll play it when he comes on. And, and, and Matt gave his opinion of the law and, and what he felt about it, and he got a shit ton of flack for it. A ton of flack. And, I, and you know what? I'm sorry. I agree with the guy. Do listen. Do I do I think we need to have laws? No, I don't. I I think it's absurd. And if we can avoid them at all costs, absolutely avoid them at all costs. Unfortunately, so everybody understands. Unfortunately, what we've done as an industry is we we've done this. It's our fault. As an industry, we created these douchebags who walk <laughs> right. around in life with their big mech mods and their drippers and think that they can use it anywhere they want. I will, I will never forget the guy that called in a Genie K show a few years ago, and he was mad. I, I, this guy, he was, I, I love it. He was mad because he went into a Starbucks, and they kicked him out for vaping. And, he's, <laughs> and, and he started explaining, like, he's like, you know, that's bullshit. There's no sign. And, and Genie's like, well, it, it, uh, they can throw you out. Number one, it's their business. They can do whatever they want. They, if, you're, if they don't want you vaping in there, they can throw you out. He goes, no, right. no, Starbucks is a, is a public place. She goes, no, it's not. It's a private establishment. And if they don't want right. you vaping in there, they can tell you get the hell out. And, uh, I mean, I mean, the guy was just out of his mind. I don't know if there's something mentally wrong with him. But, but unfortunately, that the, the industry has created these people. They're out there, and they have this attitude that they can blow their fucking clouds wherever they want. 
and it's vaping, so it doesn't harm you. Let me tell you something. I vape, and if I was sitting in a restaurant with my daughter and my girlfriend and some fucking asshole came in and started blowing clouds all around me, I'd flip out. I'd take right. that fucking mech bottle, I'd throw it out the window. Or whatever the hell he was right. using. I mean, you know, you just, you, you, but unfortunately, there's people that don't get that. So now we need these fucking stupid laws to stop them, unfortunately. And, you know, this guy, I, apparently every uh, advocacy group, are, oh, my God, they went, you know, he, he shouldn't have done that. And blah, blah, blah. I think it's ridiculous. So we're going to talk to him because I want to talk to him about that. I want to tell him, number one, he was fine in what he said. So don't fucking listen to these people because they're out of their goddamn minds. And, uh, you know, if anybody has any comments for him, you can call in as well, which I doubt they do because nobody ever has the balls to call in. They send me emails, Fotsanu, <laughs> email after email after email, but they'll never call in. Call no, it, in. See, the, it feels like people used to call in. I get maybe everybody. They never called in. Anymore. No, they never, never <laughs> did. I mean, I, when I had guests and stuff that I wanted to call in, but no, people very seldom call in. They're scared. I don't know why they're scared. I, I'm a fair person. I'll let you say whatever you want to say. Uh, you know, you don't have to agree with me on anything I'm saying. You can give an opposing view and I'll be fine. I don't know. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, because, yeah, like we don't always agree on everything. You and Dino don't always agree on everything. Absolutely not. But yeah, I mean, you're, I would say that as well. You're very fair and you're, you know, listening to people and letting them tell their story and get their side across. I'm absolutely uh, fair. I'm absolutely fair. And let me tell you something. While we're waiting for uh, Matt to come. That's his name, right? Yes, Matt. Sorry, Matt. I know. I, <laughs> I'm, <confused. laughs> I'm I'm thinking Corey Feldman. Yeah, okay. This crazy Corey Feldman. So I, and I'm sure you know this, Fultzanu. So Corey Feldman comes out of the blue and says, hey, everybody, um, I'm going to expose a pedophile ring. So I, I got to talk about this. I've been dying to talk about this. So right. he says, I'm going to, I've known it. And he has for years. He has, you know, mentioned this. There's a lot of pedophiles in Hollywood. So. Right. He knows about this pedophile ring, okay? Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I uh, remember hearing about this, yep. yeah. And so now he wants to make a movie, and uh, he wants uh, $10 million. He, he's doing a GoFundMe thing. He wants people to give him $10 million so he can make this movie. And the movie's going to expose these six names of these of these pedophiles, okay? Oh, so it's numbered now. So there are six names. Yes. I didn't six. hear that part. Yes, there's six. So, okay. so he went on the Today Show this morning. You know what? I should just bring it up. I don't know why. Let me try to bring it up right now. He went on the Today Show this morning. And in all fairness, I think Matt Lauer is a douchebag. But he did ask him what I would ask him. Like, well, okay. So he said he said to Corey, he said, so you know uh, six, you know, this ring that these children are being harmed right now. Well, then why aren't you telling the police why aren't you doing right. it right now? <laughs> you know? and, right, and, right. And Megyn Kelly interviewed him, and she asked him the same thing. But he gave the answers he gave. I, I, I got to tell you something. After hearing him, I'm like, oh, I think I agree with him. He does have a point. Now, the $10 million, no, it's not going to cost $10 million to make a movie. But his point is, is number one, um, he's, he, okay, number one, he needs attorneys. He's absolutely right. What do you think is going to happen once these names come out? He's automatically going to be sued. He has to have right. uh, people to defend him. He's fucked. And that's you're talking millions for that. So he's got to have money for attorneys. And the other thing he has to have, and he, and he said it, is I, I need a bodyguard. I need money for protection. They'll kill me. 
He is absolutely right. If you have a guy or guys, whoever these people are, and they're part of this pedophile uh, ring that's been going on for years and years and years, these guys, and these are you know guys in the movie industry that have billions of dollars, when you have billions of dollars, you can pick up the phone and have somebody taken out. It's that simple. If you have a billion, you can literally, uh, I want that guy dead. Go, go take care of him for me. Okay, done. You can do that when you have a billion dollars, okay? So right. I completely understand why he wants protection. Um, I, I think it's nuts. I, I, you know, I, I, if I was him, I would have shut the fuck up and found some way to get the, I don't know. Anyway, but this, he's really put himself out there, which is nuts. Uh, but I understand why he needs the $10 million now. And, and it listen, Corey, Corey Feldman's a nut job, but <laughs> let, hang on, let me find I got to find it. Here it is on today's show. It's number one on YouTube because it, <laughs> it really was great. Um, and, and you know what? Matt Lauer sucks, but he really he did ask the questions that uh, that I would that I would ask. Oh, hang on. Here it is. Saying, quote, if he finally. Dis- All right. Hang on. I'm going to play this. Can you hear that? Flitzano? I'm sure you can. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I can on. hear it. I'm going to play this because I just found it. This is great saying, quote, if he finally decides to release names and tell the world who they are for the sake of more victims, I'll be 100 percent behind him. But if he's waiting to release the names in the movie, I don't support that. He doesn't need 10 million dollars to do it. And Corey Feldman joins us now a lot. Corey, good morning. Good to see you. Good morning, Matt. You reacted to that comment sitting here. I'll get to that in a second. This is very personal for you. Yes, it's very emotional. It's something you've talked about for years. Let me start by asking you, how prevalent is what you're talking about in Hollywood today? I believe there's a lot of darkness in Hollywood right now, and I believe it's been there for quite some time. And as we've seen with the Harvey Weinstein scandal, it continues to unfold. New names come forward every day. Now there's names of uh, misconduct with Kevin Spacey, with this you know child actor who came forward today. It's going to continue unraveling. This is just the beginning. It's just the tip of the iceberg. So everything you're seeing is building up to what I believe is going to be a dam breaking open. So let me talk about this Corey's Truth effort. You want to raise $10 million. You yes. want to pr- produce and direct this documentary. It's not a documentary. It's a I film. I need to stop you there. It is a film. I want to make a feature film, which is why we need the budget that we need. There's actors. There's scripts. There's special effects. But is it effects, going to involve real effects. people, real names of people active in Hollywood right now? It will now? be a very true story. We will have every name that every everybody that affected my life. I'm going to give the perspective that I can give what I viewed, what I experienced from a firsthand account. In, in all fairness, though, we've been down this road before with you and you have promised Never. in the past to name names. Never. In your book, you said you when you were talking about your book, you said you were going to blow the lid and this off. This is of why this. I'm doing this, because when I wrote my book, the publishers prevented me from writing the names. Well, that's down. what I meant by they we were down this road before. Yeah. We didn't get the names. Exactly. We were promised exactly. last time, which is why I'm taking the matter into my own hands. And this is why I need America's support. I need the world's support, because I must make a film with no executives, no VPs. Yeah, but why do you no need lawyers. $10 million? Film students make movies for fractions. Well, that's a film student. We're talking about a theatrical release. We're talking about, I'm going to four-wall the theaters, I'm going to self-distribute, self-market, make the film, and hire a team of attorneys who are going to pr- protect me and the film when everybody comes Today, after me once the release. Today, you've raised just under $200,000, correct? Okay. Is that about right? So it's going to take a long time 
to raise $10 million. We've got two months. And yeah. you've just told me that this is still prevalent in Hollywood. So yeah. every day you wait, every day you try to raise money, mm. I would imagine you believe that children are being abused by pedophiles in Absolutely. Hollywood. Absolutely. So why are you sitting down talking to me? Why aren't you sitting down with the police right now? I've told the police. In fact, if anybody wants to go back to 1993, when I was interviewed by the Santa Barbara Police Department, I sat there and I gave them the names. They're on record. They have all of this information, but they were scanning Michael Jackson. All they cared about was trying to find something on Michael Jackson. Who you said, by the way, did not abuse you. Who Michael was innocent, and that was what the interview was about with the police in 1993. I told them, he is not that guy. And they said, well, maybe you just don't understand your friend. And I said, no, I know the difference between pedophiles and somebody who's not a pedophile because I've been molested. Here's the names. Go investigate. And let me push this forward. There are thousands of people in Hollywood who have this same information. Why is it all on me? Why is it if I don't release the names in the next two months, six months, or a year, I'm the bad guy. I'm the victim here. I'm the one who's been abused. How good is he doing, right? <laughs> wow. I'm tell I didn't believe it was Corey. There's still a few minutes left, but I couldn't believe it was Corey Feldman. He's absolutely right. W what about these other people? Why aren't they fucking coming out? Why? You know what I'm saying? Why aren't they coming out? Because they know what he's talking about and say, you know what? I'll blow the lid on the fucking six people. Or why isn't that happening? Why does it take him doing this? He has a very good point. I'm the one who's trying to come forward and do something about it. But there are, go hold back. on, please. I'm sorry. There are thousands of people out there, Matt, who have this information. Any one of those child actors that went to the teenage soda pop clubs with me when I was a kid know who those people are and the people who ran it. Anybody can go back through history and look at the teen magazines and say, what was the name of that venue they were all promoting and who ran that venue and said, who endorsed it? You've said you've had death threats. And you see, he's kind of already outing him now by saying what he's saying he's telling right. him go back look in here check out this place he was involved with that and on and on uh, megan kelly he gets even more and she was really trying to get him to, to say a name and he wasn't saying mm -hmm. a name he's like i won't say a name but and he had mentioned some things so he's kind of he's throwing little hints out so that you know hopefully somebody can find out listen i i agree with matt lauer i mean do something but you know what at the end of the day the police didn't do anything. The police aren't going to do anything. He can give them names all day, but, you know, it's, what, what's that going to do? The way you stop it is expose them. Come right. out and let the whole world know, hey, so-and-so has been, uh, you know, that, that's how you stop it. So, I, I mean, listen, I don't know. Am I crazy, Flitzano? He sounds reasonable. <laughs> I see. I, I guess that's kind of where I would take the and, and it's not I wouldn't say a devil's advocate approach to that, but it's I guess in my my mind, I would think, OK, all of these people kind of I, I had this thought whenever you had said this earlier before uh, before his clip was all these people that are billionaires um, and also it's sorry, segue side point. I know we generally assume that pedophiles are male. Yeah. Like, do we? Because we, we don't really know right. if he's talking about a large male ring of pedophiles or if there are females involved. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. that's right. I and not that it changes anything. It doesn't make it any different or any better. But, it, you know, I, that always seems weird that we just we always assume that pedophiles must be males. That is true. That <laughs> is true. There could, be, <laughs> there could be nasty old women. I mean, because they were, you know, they were teen idols. Like, yep, it could have been, you know, they could have been. 16 15 whatever and some 30 year old woman wanted to bang him you know like right. uh it again it doesn't change it it it's just a different perspective like we just always assume it's male but anyway and i don't understand uh, Corey hames mother getting all upset i mean 
he well, he before he died, Corey Haim, he did I don't most people don't know this. I know because I watch this wacky shit. He did a reality show. And they followed him around with a camera. And this was right around the time that they were doing that thing with Danny Partridge and following him around, uh, or Danny mm-hmm. Bonaducci following him around. Um, they did it with uh, Corey Haim. And uh, he talked in that how he was uh, uh, molested by people huh. in the industry. He brought that up. So I don't know why she's acting. I don't want him bringing But he's already, he already admitted it. Right. During that show. Man, that, that was a train wreck, too. That guy was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So, I mean, kind of back to the point you had said earlier about these people that have billions of dollars, these people that have the money that can make him disappear. They oh, yeah. obviously know yep. what he's doing. Yep. You know, so that's kind of where I, I don't disagree with your opinion on it. You know, your stance and all that. It's just that. If he needs all that money for protection and from death threats, he should already be getting that because they're going to be very aware that he's trying to put that information out there. So him getting $10 million and putting that information out there should really be no different than him coming forward saying that I have these names because they're already going to know. I mean, if you know, if there is a, a large group of guilty people out there that are doing this. They're they're tipped off. You know, they yes. they've been tipped off for years. So it's just a matter of, you know, is it true <laughs> or is he insane? Right. Yeah, like, you know, like I, and I would I, never want to say a victim is, is yeah. has made all this stuff up or anything like that. But, you know, who knows? Like we don't with, you know, it, that's the, the tough thing with allegations and um, and sexual crimes is that allegations hold as much weight as someone already being convicted. Like if you accuse like the Kevin Spacey thing today, you know, that I kind of caught wind of that if you accuse somebody of, uh, of pedophilia or any type of, you know, statutory rape, that type of situation, that accusation, like that's basically saying they're guilty. Like there's no coming back from that, even though there's no proof of it. You know what I mean? Like, it 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 makes it a very tough crime. Like it's it's so much different than if I said, oh, this guy robbed a store but never got caught like that doesn't hold the same weight as like, oh, this guy raped a kid, but he never got caught. You well, know listen, what I mean? Like if, if, if you get accused of uh, trying to have sex with a 14 year old, you just come out and say you're gay. That's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you do. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think it's just it's such a it, it is it's a really bizarre like <laughs> area of like of crime. It's like you can't, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, because allegations mean everything. I mean, I when, saw, it, when it comes to sexual conduct, I saw a documentary. Um, what the fuck documentary was? It? it was on Netflix somewhere where this kid got arrested. He was uh 18 at the time he just turned 18 oh no i'm sorry he wasn't 18 i take that back he was 17 because the law in that state was said he was 17 years old and he had sex with a 14 he was a senior in high school and he had sex with a freshman wow he was arrested in that state if you're 17 he was charged as an adult he was found guilty um he didn't have to do any time he got like a couple years probation but now it's uh, he's a sex offender for the rest of his life. It's on his record. It's he can't go to college. It's just ruined his life. His life is ruined. 
Right. I thought that was fucking insane. I mean, we were in high in high school. You had senior, you know, senior sleeping with freshmen or sophomore. You know, it, it happened. Right. It's that's not fucking uh, uh, Stat- statutory rape. Yeah, that that's insane. I can't right. believe they did that to that kid. Other than that, he was a perfect kid. He was a cheerleader on the uh, on the high school uh, team, and he was very active, and he got uh, great grades and. You know, he just had a sex sex with a girl, and, and she yeah. wa- She called him over. She was there was it was totally uh, uh, consensual. Um, she her parents found out. She ended up telling her parents, and her parents called the cops on him. And yeah. and my God, what a fucking shame! I mean, this kid's life is ruined. That's that's yeah, crazy. because yeah, because I mean, he's labeled as uh, you know as a sex offender, that's whatever right. the politically correct term is or the criminal term, but and you don't know that like. If he has, you know, if he had to say I, I'm a sex offender, then you again, it's kind of like you assume, oh, you must rape children. You know, it's not right. like, oh, well, I had sex with a girl two years younger than me or three years, you know, when we were teenagers kind of, you know, like people don't consider that um, that, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a 30 year old dude, you know, trying to date a 12 year old. Like yeah. <laughs> it could have been that exact scenario where you're 17 and a girl's 14 or 15 and you know, you're both teenagers and you're both, you know, whatever. And and then forever you're labeled as a sex offender. I mean, what, what, what's crazy about that is when I met my ex-wife, who I'm not married to anymore, when I met her, um, she was 17 and I was 21. And she was right. like, she turned 18 like two months after that. But she was still 17 when I met her and I was 21. Right. And I imagine if that I think, oh, my God, that could have been me. They could have said, hey, she was 17. She was underage. You were 21. I mean, right. that's fucked. <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, because especially like in a situation like that where it's so close because yeah. two, you know, two months of her being 17, she's not going to become a different person right. in two months when she turns 18. Nope. Like, you know, she's still the exact same person. Just legally, she is now 18. And. Yeah, that's where that, you know, and again, I mean, like with with other situations, I mean, like if if a 60 year old man or something is after a, a fresh 16 or 17 year old, like that's pretty creepy. <laughs> but a lot <laughs> of think? states, you know, I mean, 16 is age of consent in yep. a lot of states. And uh, but yeah, it, that 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 whole thing, like. I don't disagree with them labeling people for the rest of their lives, but it just seems like maybe they should come up with a different way to label something like that, <laughs> where it's a little more like of a gray area where it's not so much, you know, because you say statutory rape, then it's again, you just automatically assume it's some old man and like a 12 year old kid. That's the thing with this guy. Now, this kid's never going to have a, a life ever. I mean, he's going to anybody sees his record. They're going to see they're going to see that and say, oh, this guy's some sort of fucking pedophile. We don't right. want a pedophile. They're, never gonna, here. they're not going to ask about it. No, they're not absolutely gonna, not. You know, they're not. They're just going to assume that yep. he diddled some child. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and he just he was just, uh, you know, with a girl that he was dating in high school. It's, it's uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Hang on. Let me uh, send Matt a message and see what's going on with him so I can get to this segment. Yeah, it's been a very interesting. Uh, um, I was arguing with somebody about the, the, the Me Too uh, thing today. Uh-oh. Uh, the, the whole Me Too hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to get yourself in all kinds of trouble. No, no, no. I, I had lunch <laughs> I had lunch with John Nathan the other day, and he had brought it up. And then the, the, the actually, the, it's funny. The guy he was arguing about with on Facebook, I saw today. 
at, at, at yeah. a vape shop and uh, I was talking to him and uh, it was uh, very, very interesting. There's been a lot of things going on in the past in, in the past few weeks. News wise, a lot of stuff, so much stuff. I can't remember half the stuff I see. stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about that. And then something else happens. <laughs> yeah, the world is getting dumber. Yeah. I don't know. Crazier. I can't it's figure crazier. it out either. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, times have, have, have changed. Times have changed for, I don't know, whether for good, for bad. I don't know. I guess that, that, that remains to be seen. Yeah. But, uh, God, where was it? Oh, uh, you know, I'll talk about that next time on my next show. That'll take too long. We start talking about that. We'll be here for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I started my juice. I, 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 my juice, my e-liquid tea time is ready to go. All set. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I saw. I saw that on it, Facebook. I wasn't quite sure what that was all about. Yep. That's. It's on the site. The site is up. You can go on and purchase. It. People already have one on and purchase tea time. I. I got a, a store today. A White Buffalo in New Haven, Connecticut is going to be carrying tea time. I'll be getting others as well. And I uh, started a. Uh, um. A code. I have a code. I have a special code to save money for my listeners when they buy the juice. A special code. And I'm going to put this out there. Two flits on it. How great is this? Any yeah. store that wants to buy my juice and carry it in their store, they automatically will get advertising on my show. At the end of every show, I will announce your store as an authorized Tea Time retailer. Like this. I'll give you an example. Ladies and gentlemen, White Bu- the White Buffalo in New Haven, Connecticut is an official authorized Tea Time retailer. And if I gave the address, I'd give it to you, but I don't know the address right now. But I will do that for for your uh, for your business, Chapel Street. They're on Chapel Street, New Haven. But I will do that for your business. You got to have this stuff. In your, this is good juice. You know what? This this juice. I'm telling you, Flitzana. This juice goes back to when they didn't have sweeteners. Remember, we bought juice. It just tasted good. Oh God, good. yes. Yeah, that's what they. You know, it's funny. I had a lot of people try today, and they all. Everyone was like, "That's different." Um, you know, it, it's there's there's so the industry's been so raped by sweetener, sweetened e-liquids that they don't realize that there's these wonderful juices that you don't need sweeteners that taste fantastic. Right. I mean, this guy was like, oh, my God, I can taste. I mean, he's like, he's like, I've hated every blueberry I've ever had, but your blueberry is delicious. I don't know why that is. It's, why is it different? Well, this is no sweetener in it. And, uh, you know, it, it's and who made it, the Jay made it. It's fucking, he knows what he's doing. He's been doing it for eight years. Oh, wait, Matt's ready. I'll go on about the juice after. Let me bring on Matt right now. Cool. Uh, where is Matt? So he is here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to ask him if he can call in. 347-712-3737. That'll probably be easier if he does that. 10 notifications. Yeah, I love that Facebook. You know, for, for, for tea time, I've got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter because you have to have all three. Yeah. And Twitter I love. I, I'm, I'm, I'm easy with Twitter. Uh, Instagram, I, I can't stand. I do it, but I can't, I can't stand it. I, they, yeah. Ugh. It used to be better because it used to show oldest or newest oldest like whenever you look through instagram it always showed the newest posts and then go back toward the oldest post but now it it uses like the same algorithms as like facebook and it shows you popular stuff and so i never quite seem to see everything and it's like always the same posts over and over because it's all like who's what's getting the most hits and the likes and all that like but they don't really get i can't find an option to show you Everything like unless you go to somebody's page and look at their Instagram post. I don't know. It's weird. Right. OK, there's Matt. Hang on. I'm going to bring him on over the phone. So I'll edit all that crap out and we will start over here. Here we go. 
I believe he's on. Matt, are Hello? you there? Hello, there you are. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you, sir? Oh, not too bad. I have, uh, tell you what, tonight's been an interesting night for me. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been? It's been, well, that, is that good or is that bad? Oh, uh, well, as a father, it's terrifying. Oh, geez. I got home. You know, I got home from work, and my wife always has meetings on Mondays, and I'm at the shop late on Mondays, so we have a babysitter for our – I have four daughters, right? Well, I come home, and my 9-year-old actually started that lifelong gift women get. Oh, jeez. So <laughs> Mom's oh. not home, and I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get that situation handled, and I go to log on to my laptop, and – I just recently moved into a new house. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the guy, when he transferred my internet, never hit the submit button. So I had to call them to get the submit button pushed and get everything figured out. So the interwebs came back on. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Well, and then, of course, the wife calls me and I explain the situation to her. She goes, oh, yeah, are you sitting down? I got a new credit card today. And I'm like, oh, fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of so those days. It's rather interesting depending on which way, you know, which angle you look at it. Right, right. So I, uh, first I want to thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it because I saw, I'm, I'm going to play the interview real quick for people to hear it who haven't heard it. But I've heard it. Okay. And I explained it at the beginning of the show. I'll explain it real quick again. Uh, Matt did this interview. He was interviewed by uh, Fox uh, 7, I believe it was, Fox 7 News. And he gave his honest opinion. I personally agree with what Matt said. And I explained it to him before, Matt, but I'll say it with you on the phone now. What we have, in, we, what we have done as an industry, okay, what we have done as an industry is we have created, because I was here since the beginning. I've been here a long, long time. And I saw what we created. We created these people who walk around with mech mods and drippers and they walk into Starbucks or they walk into uh, Walmart, wherever the hell they are, and they're blowing these fucking clouds all over the place and they don't care and they've got this attitude like, well, there's no sign that says you can't vape in here. And they, and, they, and they think because there's not a fucking sign, they can vape wherever the hell they want. And I'll tell you something, I'm a vapor, and if I'm sitting in a restaurant and some asshole's blowing vapor all around me and my daughter and my girlfriend, I'm going to be fucking pissed because I don't want to smell their fucking vapor. And I can't even imagine what someone who doesn't vape would have to sit there and ex imagine a cloud coming at someone who's never smoked or vaped in their life. Like, oh, my God, they're probably freaking out. Uh, unfortunately, because of that, we have to have these, and I don't agree with the laws, but we have to have these laws to tell these people, stop. And what is the big deal? If we, if we can't smoke, then we can't fucking vape. I don't understand why in the world people would give you flack over what you said. That makes no sense to me. But, before, but hang on. Before you answer that, Matt, I just want to play your interview real quick for people who didn't hear it that are going to hear it now. So this is Matt on Channel 7 uh, Fox News. Hang on. Here in we the go. eyes of the law, e-cigarettes and regular cigarettes will soon be treated the same. It's a change to the Clean Indoor Air Act, and 7 News reporter Natalie Kuchko is live in studio to explain that. Natalie. Jeff, what this means is e-cigarettes will soon be banned from the same places where people can't light up with regular cigarettes. 
You won't be finding any e-cigarettes in workplaces, restaurants, or bars in the near future. This comes after Governor Cuomo signed legislation to ban e-cigarettes from all areas where regular smoking is also prohibited. Matthew Salter runs Clouds Over Watertown, a vape shop that sells materials for e-cigarettes. You might think he'd oppose the change in the law, but that's not the case. It is a smart regulation to put in place. It's respectful for other people. It's something that most of the vaping community was already doing. Salter defines it as a common courtesy. The state's ban takes effect in 30 days. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, e-cigarettes now represent a $2.5 billion industry, an industry that could have health consequences down the road. I don't think that we have enough research or long-term studies on them, but we have no idea what inhaling this vapor into our lungs is going to do in 20, 30, 40 years. As for Salter, he says based on his experience, most vapors have already taken this new rule into consideration. We've known forever that you can't smoke in the mall, you can't smoke in a movie theater, you know, like the old days. A lot of vapors and people who use electronic cigarettes, they kind of took a look at that and they said, you know what, if we can't smoke there, why should we be able to vape there? Now well, I took that look and you did, but I guess a lot of people didn't, Matt. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people took, kind of took it a different way, which I want to say surprised me. But given who I'm, just, you know, given who I, I talk about, uh, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised. I mean, listen, you know, I and, and I understand. I understand some of the people's arguments of we, you know, now you're creating these laws, and you know, I, I understand that the last thing in the world I want to do myself is have to create a law to tell people don't vape in, in, in certain uh, places. I mean, but unfortunately, that's just not the case. I mean, vaping is huge. We have millions of people across the country who vape. Um, for me, it was the same. You know, back in when I first started vaping, I know Flitzana remembers this. Back when I first started vaping, I would, uh, you know, if, if I treated it just like you said. I treated it just like smoking. If I was in a restaurant, I wasn't going to vape. But, and, uh, and I would tell people this, and I remember... Back years and years ago, advocacy, everybody telling me, oh, no, no, you should be vaping in the restaurant. You should be vaping in the bar. I said, why? They said, well, because you got to normalize it. You got to normalize it. You got to, you know, it's not going to get normalized if we're hiding it. And I said, but, but people, you know, they don't want me fucking. Well, if, if they ask you or they're offended by the vapor, then you tell them, explain to them what it is. Explain to them what an e-cigarette is. Explain to them what vaping is. Get the fuck out of here. But they used to feed this to us all the time. And I'd say that's insane. Absolutely not. Um, if, 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 I'm, if I'm somewhere where I can't smoke, I'm not going to fucking vape. I don't want to normalize it. <laughs> you know? I mean, really, I, that, that, to me, that's, that's just crazy. That, so I agree with everything you said on that. I just don't think a lot of vapors, well, obviously you found out, are on board with that. And I, and I, don't, I just don't get why you'd get flack over that. You're absolutely right. No, and I mean, all right, so the argument I've gotten in the negative light towards me is that the way a lot of these larger advocates feel is that I'm basically saying it's okay to regulate vaping as it is smoking. Now, nowhere during that interview, which, by the way, that interview was actually about 15 minutes long, chopped down to a minute, Yes. Um, did I ever once say that, yes, we should be regulated as cigarettes? However, let's look at it this way, and this is how I look at it. We market vapor products for the smoker looking to transition from combustible tobacco products because we feel that it is a safer alternative or a less harmful alternative. So when we take a look at the legislation we're going to face and the regulations, 
shouldn't we expect to be regulated very similarly to combustible tobacco products? You know, it really blows my mind. They think that I'm literally saying it's okay to lump vaping in with smoking. Obviously, I don't feel the same way or else I wouldn't run vape shops. I wouldn't advocate for the industry. I wouldn't have my hands in anything vape-related I can have my hands Where is he? Are you there? Oh, no. See, this is uh, what happened last time. Hang on. I'm going to call him right back. Yeah, I thought I heard something. Hey. Oh, there you are. Beautiful. Now you're on Skype. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, like I was, I kept trying to call, and then I said, you're now placed in the holding key wait for the beep. And It was never beeping. I know. These are new phone lines, and I'm still learning how to use them, and they suck. So anybody wants to call in for the uh, flunky phone lines, it's 347-712-3737. But, yes, we have Matt back. So I was saying, I don't know if you heard it before, Matt, but uh, you were talking about how they felt like you were, uh, uh, you know, saying that vaping should be regulated the same as cigarettes or insinuating that in some sort of way. Uh, that that I, My answer to them would have been, uh, wake up. That's already been done. The FDA has been doing that for years. They've already lumped cigarettes and vaping together. You, you right. haven't and done that. Did you, guys, did you guys hear my my retort with the, you know, we, we try and convert smokers to vaping, so why wouldn't we be regulated as such? Right, yes. Right. So, and now this is really funny because I did the interview on Thursday, the day that the law was actually signed. It, it's already passed, mind you, 30 days before it was signed. Yep. And it gets signed that day in this random news crew well news lady walks into one of the shops and was like hey i've been trying to reach out to vape shops and nobody's willing to talk to me yeah now i'm a very large advocate for vaping Uh i host weekly web shows i support my state group i go to their functions and it's like i'm like yeah of course i'll talk to you i kid you not so that friday i went to my state group's inaugural conference Mm -hmm. and there was kind of some subtle I don't want to call them jabs because they weren't exactly jabs, but subtle comments made about how careful we need to be with the press. You know, and then <laughs> right. I even had some of the higher up advocates message me like, you know, you really did a detriment to the vaping community and we need to have a totalitarian stance against any regulations with vaping. And I'm, I sat there and I said to like at least three of them, I go, we're going to be regulated one way or another. We all know this. It's already happening. Yes. Why not just ask, you know, the only the best case scenario is to have sensible regulations. Yes. And this doesn't seem so stupid to me. It seems pretty common sense. No, it it is common sense. And years ago when they were when we we started having uh indoor vape bands popping up all over the place years ago. This started years ago. And I remember I I won't name the advocacy groups, but I I remember and and I would say on my podcast I'd say, listen, I think it's ridiculous to fight an indoor vaping ban. We can't smoke indoors, so we can't vape indoors. So fucking what? Yeah, yeah, okay, fight. Right. Like, oh, oh, no, no, no. They said, absolutely not. You have to fight that. You can't. Why? What the fuck do we have to fight that for? You know what? Well, I, that, that, I, I don't understand that logic. I mean, we have to give some. We There's some regulations, believe it or not, everybody, that they come up with that are pretty much just common sense, and, and, we should, and we should go along with them. Not everything, but not being able to vape inside a business where you can't smoke. Absolutely. What are we fighting that for? Well, here's the part that blows my mind now normal clean indoor air bands that lump vaping in it's very it's it's total and finite you can't vape anywhere even in vape shops 
New York State actually put in a provision to the law that states if you derive 75% of your gross income per year from vapor products, then you can still vape on them premises. You're exempt from the law. Right. Or also if you're a restaurant with uh, less than a 30% awning covering, you can still vape on the patio. Yes. You know, and it's like, okay, so you can't vape in Walmart. You can't vape in the movie theater, but I can vape in a vape shop. I fail to see where I lose. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I said this too. They 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 did the same thing here. They said that there's you can't wherever you can't smoke, you can't vape, but you can vape. They made an exemption for vape shops. Um, so I'm like, well, what what are we fighting? I can vape in a vape shop. That's all. Because in the beginning, it was, well, what if you can't vape in your vape shop? Well, they took that out, so we can. Oh well, no, you still got to fight it. Well, no, I don't. Because honestly, I don't want to sit in a fucking movie theater with some jerk off blowing vapor all over the place. I, 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 how about I want the law? How about that? Um, right. I, 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 you know what? The, the stance I take on everything, I ask myself this question with every aspect of this business. How does this? How is this perceived by a 65 to 75-year-old aged female who has grandkids and kids and was on the PTA board and drives a minivan and takes knitting classes? How is this perceived to her? Because that's the hardest market to please. If you, if you, in any industry, you look at all the demographics from every industry, that is the weakest demographic. Yes. You know, from the labels I put on the shelf to the way I act in public, I always ask myself, how would this look? So if I'm blowing massive clouds from my DNA 250, 4,500 million power lipo in the middle of the mall or Walmart, while this lady's picking up knitting needles, I look like an asshole. Yeah, you're a jerk off. And she's, she's going to run right out and she's going to write her congressman and say, this stuff needs to be van- banned because I don't understand it, and it looks dangerous. And you know what? She should be able to shop without having vapor blown on her. <laughs> it's just that simple. Who the fuck can't? You know, I, 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 have, I have some friends that do this, and it drives me nuts. Hello? Oh, hey, you guys are back. How you doing? <laughs> you kind of went somewhere. So uh, <laughs> for whatever so, reason. So, you know, I, I have some friends that, that do this and they're probably going to hear this. And, and it does. It drives me crazy. Like we'll be in a restaurant. I was actually with somebody just the other day who did this. They'll be in a restaurant. And they'll have like a little fix or, you know, something like that. And they'll take little puffs and they'll try to be all discreet and they'll like kind of blow it down so you really can't see it. I <laughs> The whole time they're doing that. <laughs> I, I mean, I was sitting in a really nice restaurant and that was happening, and, it, and I'm going, oh, my God, you know, please. It's like I I don't use nicotine anymore, but I did use nicotine for over 25 years. So I understand, but but you can't wait. I mean, come on, you can't wait, th- or you just can't say I'm going to go outside for a minute. I mean, that drives me nuts because I know they're trying to be all discreet about it and not blow clouds everywhere, but it's like just come on, you know. You know you can't do that in here. You just can't sit for a meal and not fucking not do that. I mean, even that drives me crazy. Never mind someone blowing fucking clouds all over the place. So I agree yeah. with you 100%. Unfortunately, we need these laws to stop these people from doing this. And uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm sorry. There's not. I'm right. Yeah, so I would, right I would say the only <clears> – sorry. I was think I was talking over you. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was going to ask you. I mean, I, am I wrong here? Yeah, I was going to say the only um, – the only criticism that I would have, and this would be reaching, this is just, this is a perspective criticism, not a personal criticism. Um, I, I, cause I can't imagine that one, that you, Matt, being one person, you would not have uh, affected the vote 
for for this law to pass. <laughs> and it sounds like it sounds like the law already took place before they uh, before yes. they had interviewed you. Yes, it, it um, did take place before they interviewed me. And I mean, as much as I like to think of myself as, you know, just a, a wonderful vape personality that has millions of fans, which isn't true at all. <laughs> you know, I highly doubt but the government of New York is going to listen to anything I say and take it for gold. Right. Yeah. Like that would have been the only thing is, you know, is if something were in the works and, you know, saying because, again, there is nothing wrong with what you said. It's that. But that perception could be, um, you know, if a law were being passed, then it's like, oh, shit. Well, the vape shops are down with this. So but that's and even that's reaching, you know, so it's I I'm I agree that there's really nothing wrong with what you said. Right. If, If I was to give that interview and Governor Cuomo was to go on TV tomorrow and say, I'm going to pass, you know, lump vaping in with a clean indoor air ban because Matthew Salter from Clouds Over Watertown, who's, you know, in the vape industry, says that it's a sensible regulation and they did it based, you know, I was the tipping point. Fine. Crucify me. I don't care. I deserve it. Right. But. And, and you know yeah, what you that, could have done? What he could have done is, let's say, Governor Cuomo, who I'm not a fan of, but let's say Governor Cuomo saw that interview. And now maybe Governor Cuomo's going, hmm, you know what? That's a guy in the industry. He agreed with me. You know what? Maybe, maybe we can maybe we can come to a compromise on this. Maybe I should talk to them and maybe be more open to listening to them and what they have to say because I came up with this regulation. They seem to agree with it. So maybe we can work together. Maybe there can be unity between all of us. We can come up with something that we can all be happy with. Who knows? You ever think about that? Maybe <laughs> that happens. You never know. Right. And you know what? I This isn't the first time I've pissed off advocates with my outspokenness about sensible regulation when we were facing a 10 cent per milliliter tax yes i was like you know what that's not that bad and they're like no we can't have a tax i go if we have a tax the 10 cent per mil okay so on a 60 mil bottle it's going to be what three dollars and on 120 it's going to be six dollars or something like that maybe they're going to leave us alone a little bit after that maybe they're going to be more prone to just say you know what we're getting tax money from them they're, they're paying a shitload in sales tax every month, and we're getting this extra per milliliter tax. We're just going to let them be, do their own thing, and make us that money. Well, they're going to – I mean, at the end of the day, it's all going to be taxed. Somehow. They're all going to come up with a way. Yeah, you're right, and, and, and we're going to have to do something. There is going to be a tax, and we, we are going to have to at some point agree to a reasonable tax. It is right. what it and is. I mean – I mean, do I, do I agree with California's – Taxation? Hell no, that's ridiculous. Right. But a 10 cent per mil tax at the end of the day, you know what? I feel like anybody in the state with a 10 cent per mil tax, they could lower the cost of goods to the consumer to kind of eat that cost. Yeah. I mean, we have we have five vape shops in the north in New York in the North Country region. There's no reason why you can't just eat three dollars in cost for a 60 mil bottle, so your customers aren't getting past that buck. Well, I mean, and you can you can even take it where okay, so I have a juice company, so I know the the, the money that goes, and you know, you let's say that happens, you know, you're making a point. Then at that point, the juice companies can say, okay, well, that if you're you're a business in New York, you have your own special pricing, 
it's not going to hurt the juice companies. They're still going to they're still going to make some right. money. Okay, they're still going to make some money. Then they may add an extra buck. You know, instead of the six bucks, so you got to pay an extra dollar for this crazy tax. You know, and and the the customers will love it because you know you're working all together to really have it not affect them that much, or if maybe even not even affect them at all if if somebody wants to do that. But yes, you're right. The juice companies could work with those states. And just offer a different price pricing tier for them because of that tax, and and they'll still be fine. And the stores still make money; they'll still make money. Th- there's enough room there to do that. You're right about right. that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I said that outspoken before, and I was crucified for that too. I guess I don't know. It seems like I just have a a different perspective on. I don't think we should be totally tearing anything. I think we should understand we're going to be regulated on multiple fronts, and all that we should ask is that it's sensible. Yes, yes, that it's. I I agree. Flatano, is he saying anything wrong? I don't know. I don't understand. Why well, I was gonna say. Okay, so the only again perspective. So yeah. By the way, I'm. I don't. I can sometimes kind of be crass about things, Matt. So it's not. It's not anything personal. <laughs> just FYI. Oh, dude, I'm a. I'm a total and complete asshole. So just fire away, man. Fire so, well. Now I would just say the only thing with the, the. It's a tricky slope with the taxing like per mill that I I think from years back, the, the only argument to counter that is that if we allow any tax, then it creates a slippery slope for them to increase that tax. Um, right. That would be the only the only argument I would have for that. Yeah, but I mean, I've it, heard that a lot, too. And it's like, I'm not saying don't fight the tax. Right, I'm right. saying at the end of the day, when they don't give a shit how hard we're fighting and our lobbyists, you know, maybe fail once and the tax pushes through, let's work together to make that a sensible tax. Right. You know, yeah. I will go to Capitol Hill and I will fight for no taxation any day of the week till I'm blue in the face and I'm passed out on the floor. But we got to realize it's going to happen whether we like it or not. So <laughs> right. when it does happen, let's try and reduce the blow and let's not be negative about it. Let's find the positive in it. You know, I live by a positive mental attitude. If I didn't, I would strangle the shit out of people in this industry a long time ago. Yeah. You know, so it's like, let's look at the positive aspects of it. Yeah, because it's it's it was kind of an interesting uh, notion. Like whenever I was over in the UK, then I talked to some of the guys about the TPD and stuff, you know, and it's like for them. I mean, with with regulation and taxation, it kind of brings legitimacy to the industry. Precisely. It's a rough thing to say because it is very true like you know we we've kind of you know we've been fighting it for many many years and but that that's really what happens i mean once they find a suitable way you know like a platform to tax things and you know like once that gets worked out then it's basically saying hey we're taxing this product it's a legitimate thing and it can stay on the market but until that happens like it's still kind of up in the air and the whole regulation and the taxation stuff, it does really suck. And some states are getting hit much worse than others. But yeah, but there's a lot of truth to that, that I mean, once, you know, once that that happens, it it does bring legitimacy to the to the whole industry. But but you also have, you know, understand a lot of states aren't going after a tax right now because what they've realized is how much sales tax the industry is already bringing in. You have, you know, Connecticut has Connecticut small. We have over eighty fucking vape shops, and they, and oh, they wow. yeah, and and you have to have a permit. They set it up a couple of years ago. We have to have a permit. Now, what's amazing is, is they're impressed by the sales tax that's coming from the shops, but what they don't know is only about a third of the shops actually actually have a permit. 
Most of them don't have a permit. <laughs> right. And and the funny thing is, when you call them and ask them about the permit, they say you need to get the permit. When they when they made the law for the permit, they made very clear this: you have to get a permit, but we're not going to enforce it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what the fuck? So you know, I mean, people got permits, but most didn't because they know they're not going to enforce it. So all they're they're just getting the data from the shops that have permits. If all those shops that they had permits, they'd be like, holy shit. They'd be shocked as to how much tax uh, these, these vape shops are already bringing in. And not just tax, how many jobs it's creating. And then these people now right. have money that, and it fuels the economy. I mean, I think they're seeing that now. So they're not being as, you know, as tough or going after taxes as much as, as they were before. In New York alone, and I actually just got these numbers the other day, in New York, vaping is a $350 million a year industry with 2,200 employees, and every year we bring in $60 million in state sales tax. Right. Wow. That's not Wonderful. little. No, it's not. You know, especially for you know a state like New York where we get taxed the shit out of everything. Like Our combustible cigarettes are taxed at $7 and a quarter a pack. Yeah. It costs 12 to $13 for a pack of cigarettes in New York State. Yeah. It's crazy. And you know, I'm telling you, Flitz, I love New York City. It's the greatest fucking city ever. I, I, I'm two hours away. I visit a lot. I, I go eat there. I do all kinds of shit there, but I would never live in New York ever. They're, they're, right. Their laws are so fucked up. I mean, they're gar- it's, it's, it's out of control. I, it's sad because I love New York, but I, I, I couldn't live there. I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't deal with that. It's, it's crazy. It's not just vaping. It's other laws they come up with. It's, oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, I did have a friend that lived in New York that uh, I think he pissed in a subway, like an empty subway tunnel or something, and like got arrested, like I guess on uh, suspicion of terrorism or something. Like, <laughs> yep. It's like you, it's there's some crazy stuff going on over there. So up here, if you water your lawn on like the third Sunday of the second month of the year, you can get fined fifty dollars. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they literally have fines for everything. Yeah, oh, wow. it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'll never forget. I was in the M and M store. I took I took uh, Emma to the M and M store in uh I guess or near Times in Times Square, and uh, I was I could see I I I put money in the meter and I knew it was running out, and I could see I was on the third floor of the M and M store. I was watching the fucking asshole meter made fuck standing right there just, just waiting waiting for it and i'm like oh shit i gotta get down there i gotta get i'm like i gotta go and i'm trying to get in this tourist everywhere i'm trying to get through it was just too late by that point fucker gave me a ticket and you can be 60 <laughs> miles deep in the adirondack forest and you will get a meter ticket if you don't pay the meter on time oh it's terrible <laughs> i mean I, it was it was but I, I love New York, though. I do. I love everything about New York City. New York State's great, too. I mean, New York's a great place. It's just got bad uh, politicians. It's just, you know, I don't, it's got to change. It's, it, you know, it's like Connecticut, too. You would think Connecticut would be Republican central because it's one of the richest states in the country is Connecticut. There's a lot of money here, but it's not. Right. It's, it's fucking, it's a, it's a Democratic state. I, I don't get it, but it is. It's filled with Democrats. And it's usually the opposite. So, yeah, we're a, we're a super red state where the Democrats make all the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. So anyway, Matt, you didn't do anything wrong. What you said was fine. Um, as you know, being in this uh, this whole vaping thing, uh, everything has a two-week rule. Things go on for two weeks and everybody forgets about it and moves on. 
So about a yeah. week from now, everybody will forget this even ever happened, and nobody would even care, and they won't even remember. <laughs> That's just right. Now I'm just trying to schedule my next fuck up in a week's time. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> how can I piss people off next Sunday? That's what I'm working towards. But you just don't let it bring you down. You just keep on doing what you're doing, and uh, you didn't do it. You know, I wanted to have you on, to not just hear your story, to let you know you didn't do anything wrong. I absolutely agree with you. There's people out there that agree with you. I have audience. I have a lot of people listen to me. I'm sure 80% of them will agree with you, if not more. And, and you know, we've been around since, what? Two, I've, well, at least I've been around since 2009. I yeah, can agree with you. My, yeah. my voice doesn't matter, but right. I, I support what you said. See, there you go. <laughs> if you got flips on to support, then that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Well, I, I appreciate that, guys. I mean, I was, I was taken a bit aback by, you know, some of the negative shit I received. But, like I said, I wish I could be surprised. But in this industry, I can't. You know. No, no. This is this is a crazy industry. You know, I, <laughs> I'm locked in the industry. I've been in it so long. It's like I am. I, I can't leave. I'm in. But uh, right. I would never. I could never imagine doing anything else with my no, life. No, I can't. And, and now doing the juice thing that I'm doing. That's uh. It, it's great, you know. It, it, it's neat because I get I get to go to vape shops and meet people. Um, I get to talk to a oh, yeah. lot of different people, which is fun, and I and I get to see a lot of different types of vape shops. What I'm noticing is the uh, a lot of the vape shops are now very being very conscious about their labels and what kind of juice they sell. Um, they they which is good because that's yeah. something we need. Yes. I mean, the the day of child marketing and IP and theft liquids. It needs to go away. It's terrible. And I, funny enough, I know of actual four companies last week alone that were served cease and desist letters from major corporations that already existed. Like, it's rampant. You know what? It kind of goes, it ties the whole thing together. The time for this industry being the wild, wild west needs to come to an end. We need to become legitimized. We need to be treated like any other business and industry in this country. Well, you know, the shop, it, it, it's funny you say that. I went to a shop today and uh, I brought him some of my juice to try out. And, uh, he said, he goes, he goes, I'm going to be honest with you. Your juice is fantastic. We're just working on clearing out all the uh, IP and all this bullshit. He had, they had like a whole thing of like juices with like, you know, the candy stuff and the candy kings and shit. He's like, we're just clearing this out. As soon as that's cleared out, I'm bringing your juice in. Your labeling's great. Your juice is great. And they were like, just, they were clearancing everything. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of fucking juice. They're just clearancing out because they decided they don't want it in the store anymore. But, but vape shops are now, it's like, Either you, I, I see the turn. It's either you're you're getting smokers off cigarettes, and, and your uh, your customer base is mainly smokers, or it's the total opposite. And now there's the I call them the clouds bro cloud shops, where <laughs> right. they're sitting in there and they're building drippers all day. And when you walk in, the place is filled with vapor, and there's metal music blaring on the radio. And when you walk through the door, fifty people are staring at you. You know the, the clouds, bro. That there's there's a, now it's you know it's it, there's this the shift going on now. There's those stores, and then there's the let's get people off cigarette stores. So right, I strive to be right in the middle with my stores. I mean, I'm a hobbyist vapor. I you know I still love the thrill of blowing ridiculous clouds and clearing my living room in a dense foggy vapor every night. It's so much fun. However, I also love getting you know. Aunt Bertha, who's 65 years old and has smoked for 40 years off the cigarettes, so that way maybe her COPD will be a little bit less harmful in her life, and maybe she gets another five years. Right. Yeah. A lot of people in this industry really forgot, A, why we started vaping in the first place, and B, what vaping was intended for. 
Well, I mean, it wasn't meant to be a cloud competitive sport, which is the most laughable thing in the world. It was meant to save lives. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the, 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 the cloud competition, I've been for years uh, saying the cloud competition is ridiculous. And I, I've gotten hate mail. I've got hate mail from around the world. I, I, I got a voicemail from some guy in the UK I used to play who was very upset that I said that. He, According to him, I ruined cloud chasing in the UK by, say, by saying that. Damn. I'm like, now Geez. that is cloud. Yeah. I mean, my God. What, are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy cloud comps. I understand they have their time and the place. But it's this whole new thing that they're coming out with, the cloud competition sports. And they're making these dual stack 26650 mech mods, and they're being marketed for cloud competitive sports. That to <laughs> me is absolutely ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Right? Like, this isn't esports, this isn't the Olympics. You're not going to see cloud chasing in the Olympics. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Do you sell mech mods at, the st- at your store? I. I sell a very limited selection of mech mods. Yeah. And by very limited, I literally just picked some up about three weeks ago. And I literally sat down with a customer who was even in, remotely interested in it. And I, I quizzed them on Ohm's Law. I, I asked them, you know, what do you do if your battery wrap has a nick in it? Like, I am the most annoying son of a bitch when it comes to battery safety ever. You're not worried, though? Like, you're not worried that someone's going to buy this thing and blow their fucking hand off that doesn't concern you? I mean, it's because it, someone knows what they're doing, obviously not, but you have a lot of people out there that they just see a YouTube video, and they're like, oh, I want to do that. I mean, that doesn't... That scares that the hell out of me. me boils down to the person behind the counter. And I, mm. I stress this with all of the employees in my company. You don't sell a mech mod to a beginning user. If they come in and they say they're looking to transition... No matter, like we, I'm right outside a major military base where the predominant demographic is 18 to 25. Yeah. So I know all about the clouds, bro clouds, and they see Grim Greed with the new friggin' broadside, and they, they want a broadside and they want to blow clouds. And their friend who's been vaping for four years, he's got a dual stack 2700 mech mod. And, and I sit them down and I say, no, you don't know what you're doing yet. You need to, you know, go through your paces like we all did. Yeah. And I will, I'm, I make sure to educate every step of the process. Even if I'm selling a regulated device that doesn't take batteries, I explain to them, don't charge it while you're sleeping. Make sure you have an active eye on it. Put your hand on it every, you know, 20 minutes or so. See if it's warm. If it's warm, unplug it and let it sit. You know, don't get juice in here. Don't get juice on there. You know, and that's, I'm even worse when it comes to mods that take actual batteries. If you, you know, you could look at me and say, oh, I have a battery charger at home. If I have a 5% feeling you're lying to me, you're not leaving with that device with those batteries unless you buy a battery charger from me. And that's not me wanting to make more money. That's a CYA thing. I'm covering my ass. Yeah, right. Like, if vape shop owners gave enough attention to the educational side of vaping, we wouldn't see half these battery explosion issues. Uh, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and there are shops out there that are just irresponsibly selling mech mods. They don't care. You know, as I, it, you know, it's you're right. It is it is education. And uh, I, I think I think for the most part, vape shops do well with that. But I also think for the most part now, vape shops just aren't caring mechs just for the liability of it. You know, it's it's uh, it's right. Which you know. I understand. You know, I understand. Mechs don't sell anymore. Let's be realistic. Unless you're in a very densely populated vaping market, 
say like California or even like Miami, Florida, where vaping has grown from its infancy within the industry there. Because <clears throat> I know a lot of vapors who would have never quit smoking if it wasn't for a mechanical mod. Right. And I mean, I didn't go that route. I personally didn't start vaping until 2014. And I quit with a Mark 10 from the gas station when I had pneumonia. You know, right. and went the ego route and the box mod and so on and so forth. I didn't start using mech mods till shit after my first year of full time vaping. Right. God, the but first the first mech mod, uh, Flitzano. I know use my first mech mod was the. Uh, oh my god, it was back in 2010. It was the only company that was really making them. Um, uh, is it a prodigy. With, prodigy. Thank you. Yep. Pure smoker prodigy. That was my yep. very first mech mod, and I used it for maybe two weeks, and I said, I don't like this, and I sold it to Mama Bear, I think her name was. I sold it to somebody. but And then after that, I've, I've gotten mech mods throughout the past. I mean, I throughout the years, I, I've gotten – I had my phases where I was dripping and doing drippers, but just now with, with my life and how busy I am, I uh, super tank, I'm just I'm, – I'm happy with the super tank. I don't need anything else. You, I put my juice in my super tank, and – I'm good to go. I mean, it's You're uh, still so still on the, is still the super I, tank mini or su- a super, super tank super tank mini. I did buy the other day. I was at a vape shop. I was a bean town vapor in uh, Massachusetts and I bought the uh, new um, Aspire tank that's on that. Uh, it's the, uh, the Athos or something like that. Aspire. Athos. Yes. yes. And it's a big tank, but I have a uh, I have a uh, SX mini G class. So I put it on Ooh. that. And it, it, it's a nice tank. I mean, it. it I, I'm. I was impressed by it. It, it, it works well, and uh, that's the first tank I've I've bought in like God knows how. Oh, actually, that's not true. I bought the Crown Three a few weeks ago, but I like it. It was a decent tank. But uh, but but Flitzano, it's I I try not to do this because I I like I've had that that Athos tank. Today I've re- reverted right back to my my Super Tank Mini. I, I always go back to the right, Super right. Tank Mini. I I, I, I will just, say the only because I use the uh, actually it was. Uh, what or two years ago i don't know however long it was that uh you and i think it was you and i feel like somebody else maybe it was dino that was saying it too that the super tank mini was the tank to get and i i still use mine but um i picked up i did try the uh uh the cleto the original aspire cleto and yes. i just got the uh cleto one tw- or sorry no the cleto uh exo yeah yeah they're both they're both good the, the original cleto i still think it leaks a lot the uh, the EXO does not leak, but Super Tank Mini just never leaks. Nope. Like never. It's it's just the most amazing thing. Most amazing thing. Most amazing thing <laughs> ever. It's, my, yeah, it's the best. My Super Tank Mini is bent right now. I don't know how the fuck it got bent, but it's bent. And there's like a, a you can tell it's like separating from the bottom. It still doesn't leak. <laughs> it doesn't leak at all. <laughs> I mean, it's just. See, now I have to ask, what coils do you guys use in your Super Tank Mini? Because I have a Super Tank Mini that I bought because that's all I see anybody in this industry using, and I'm like, it's got to be a solid tank. And I have had the worst dry hit in my life from the Super Tank Mini. You know, I, I that's funny you say that because I was at a, uh, a a store in Auburn a few weeks ago, and uh, I was wanting the guy to try out my juice. Oh no, I, I was I was picking up my juice. And I was excited to try it, and I put it in a super tank, brand new coil, getting ready to go. I I, I, I saw it bubbling, so I figured it, it you know it's good. It was the worst dry hit ever. I mean, 
people in there were like, God damn, what's that smell? And so I can't, <laughs> I was, I thought I was going to die. It was bad. And I don't know why it fucking did that. But I just, I, you know what? I, for a while, I was using the ceramic, the Vaporessel ceramic coils, but then I went right back to the Tobacco 0.5s. I'm fine with the, the 0.5s that it comes with. I think they work yeah, great. See, that's, that's what I had used was, the, I, no, I think I used the 0.2 and I, um, I wanted a little bit stronger throw hit that day. So I put a 12 Nick surf red in it. Yep. And which was probably my first mistake putting 12 Nick in a sub on tank, but I'm like, nah, it's a small tank. It'll be fine. And I'm not even kidding. I felt like I breathed fire for the yeah. first time in a long time. That's not and a mistake. Like 12 <laughs> Nick burnt hit was just the worst thing I've ever experienced in vaping. Yeah. I used to run. Uh, no, I was. I ran twenty four in uh, in the point five ohm coils. I used the tobacco <laughs> coils in the. Uh, um, what's the aspire? How the fuck the, do you? Uh, so, so, what do you run now? Atlantis. So, what do you the run Atlantis now? Twelve. Flatani, you run twelve. Um, I, I had a, a gracious benefactor send me a large amount of juice uh, from like several different of their several different uh, lines, uh-huh. and so a lot of it is like six and twelve. So I haven't really done a lot of 24 lately. It's mostly been sixes and 12s, but, um, but you'll do 12 yeah, I, in, a, in a super tank. You'll do 12. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I was doing 24 in a super tank, but I, I, I mainly don't do 24 anymore just because it's so hard to find. But, uh, yeah, I've always been a little hardcore. Doesn't the, it get you unbelievably too. buzzed? I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine. I, <laughs> right, I, I'll vape at 300 watts all day, but you try and right. get to hit a 24 and it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah and it, it was moderate. I mean, it would be like, you know, 35 watts, like on a 0.5 coil. But, uh, yeah, 24 milligram, man. I That's feel like that would even put me on the floor. Like, that's equal <laughs> to a hard night of drinking. You know, any it, any nicotine will put me on the floor. I, I uh, a year ago, buddy, it's been a year and a half now. A year and a half ago, I stopped using nicotine because uh, my doctor told me it was fucking my stomach up, which I come to find out that wasn't it. It was something else. But I never went back because I just, and I, I was shocked how easy it was to quit nicotine. I was shocked. 48 hours, I had a, a horrific headache. It was, it was. You know those dull headaches? It was a dull headache for 48 hours straight. It didn't go away. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? But after that, I was fine. I could have given a shit it, less, you know? And was, I, it like a, was it like a caffeine headache, like a caffeine withdrawal headache? Like, yeah, I yes. Need co- That's yes. kind of what I would picture it as being, like, going yes. with Because I don't, I'm kind of, I don't really crave it. It's, I enjoy nicotine. Like, and I should say that. I don't do 24 because of, like, major addiction. It's mostly just I enjoy rough like crazy throat hit right. and um but it does catch up i mean that all that nicotine will eventually catch up but uh i've always been curious about that i mean because even like you know my my nine hour flight that i took um i didn't vape i didn't use snooze like i had no nicotine for nine hours like i sit at work all day for eight and a half hours without nicotine right and i don't i don't get cravings like there are times that i just like downright want to vape but it's not for the nicotine. It's like, you know, it's kind of that mentality of like you'd go smoke um, whenever you're stressed out. You know, when something when when pressure builds, and you're like, fuck, I just want to go sit down and vape for like 10 minutes. And yep. it, it's not even for the nicotine anymore. It's just like I just want to go vape. Right. And uh, and I was I was curious about that, about the the withdrawal, because that's a big I mean, of course, that's a whole other topic. But because um, everybody's like, oh, nicotine is so addictive. And I'm like, you know, once you take it out of cigarettes, it's really 
been shown not to be that. It's not. It's really not. I thought I was going to freak out. I thought it was. I didn't. I had the headache for two days. And when it went away, I was like, whatever. I didn't Jones for it at all. I haven't Jones for it at all. You know, what's crazy is, is not even a a thought of it. But I was, uh, where the fuck was I? I was in some grocery store uh, last week. And uh, somebody in front of me was buying a carton of Marlboro Lights. Now it's oh, wow. it's been it's been 2009 June of 2009 was the last or no I'm sorry it was May May of 2009 was the last time I smoked I haven't had a cigarette since May of 2009 yeah and now how many years is that right so I see this but still I saw that carton and I was like hmm and then you know <laughs> my mind's like well, I wonder what would happen if I smoked a cigarette I wonder if you know if I bought a pack and just tried one or. I don't know. I wonder what it'd be like. I mean, I haven't done it. You know, those thoughts, this many years later, just seeing yeah. that carton, because that was my brand, those yeah. those thoughts were going through my head. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, that's that's why I'm saying it's not the nicotine. There's There was something else in those goddamn cigarettes. I don't know what's in there, if they have crack or heroin or something, right. but there was something <laughs> in those cigarettes. Yeah, my- my trigger is uh, is seeing like if I'm watching TV or watching a movie and somebody lights up like on television or something, then that's that's what makes me want to smoke. Is that it's always that initial like light and first drag from a cigarette, and then the rest of it like I don't care. But it's, it's seeing somebody light up in TV, not on not in real life, right? Because in real life you can smell it, yep, and you're right. like, oh, that's horrible. But seeing it on television, there's something very stylized and glamorous about that that makes me miss it but uh it, yeah i i wouldn't go back I'll tell you, the, the, oh. and i i've tried i mean because i we're we're roughly the same timeline too that mm-hmm. i've had uh i've had drags on a cigarette since i started vaping and it was horrible like probably about a year two years after i started vaping and it was the worst thing ever and i can't imagine how i did it for so long i gotta tell you the the only the only thing that would be uh i, I remember you know, back in the day when I used to go to bars and clubs and date, and, you know, date and shit like that. Um, I thought it would, would, I, would if I'd hook up with a girl who had had some drinks and was smoking, you know, they, they got the cigarette lingering smoke in the drinks. I don't know. That was a turn on to me. <laughs> I, <love Right>. <laughs> I really like that. You know, I, that was the only time I actually liked the smell of cigarette smoke was that. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, hang on. I, I, First, I, I want to thank you for coming on. I'm, I'm going to let Matt go because Matt has a family, has a life. He doesn't want to be here listening to us all night. I want to thank <laughs> you for coming on, Matt. I really, really appreciate it. Please tell people about your store because we have listeners all over the country. Uh, y- your store is in New York, right? Yeah, upstate New York from uh, Syracuse, New York, all the way up to Canton, depending on where you are. We're way, way, way upstate, like five hours away from the city. But, I mean, there's five stores no matter where you're at. From Syracuse north, you can find something. Yeah, what's the name of your store? Uh, it's their Clouds Over is the parent name, and then it's their respective cities. So Clouds Over Syracuse, Clouds Over Watertown, Philly, oh. Evans Mills, Canton. Yeah, you know, we kind of we went really easy and simple with it. <laughs> you ever get a visit from uh, Pibusardo? Uh, no, actually, I did really? meet him at a Safada conference. He lives in Rochester, so he's like three hours away from oh, me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I did meet him at a Safada conference in Syracuse, New York, once, and. We uh, we closed out the doors together to like midnight chatting, so it was a good night. Mostly, it was because at that time I didn't trust him or Dimitri, mm-hmm. so you know I was very publicly outspoken about them on my uh, on my web show. So, <laughs> well, hey, listen, I don't trust I don't trust either of me. I don't trust him either. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've sensed grown to love the bromance that is Dimmy yes. and uh, I'm just, Bizardo. I, I'm kidding. I can't stand the bromance, but I, Phil's, Phil's a wonderful guy. I love Phil. Phil's a good guy. He's always come on. He's always been very gracious to me and very nice. And uh, I know he's been very nice to Flitzano as well. Absolutely. And I think he actually grabbed Flitzano's ass one time at a, at a bait meet, but that's several, okay. Several times. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. We've also done minnow. We did minnow bombs, too, in Texas. Yeah. We uh, we drink uh, drink live minnows, so that's a thing. That is. Nice. That's wonderful. <laughs> but, but I want to thank you for coming on, Matt. I really, really appreciate it. And... Uh, uh, you didn't do anything wrong. Remember that. Keep up the good fight, and we will talk to you soon. I appreciate it, gentlemen. You have a great rest of your evening. You too. Thank you. Take care, Matt. Talk to you later, Platani. All right. Excellent. We got that through. I got a lot of editing, but that's okay. I got through that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was saying before we had uh, uh, Matt come on, uh, my juice is up. It's live. Teatimeliquid.com. Now, I know some people are saying, why is it Tea Time Liquid? Okay, so this is just how I think. I was when I was doing the URL, right? It was because it's tea time, right? Platanu tea time yeah. e liquid. But if you do tea time e liquid dot com, then you have two e's, like you know you have t i m e oh, okay. e. Yeah. And, and I thought that's stupid, and most people are probably going to forget the e anyway. So I just made it tea time liquid because it just looks better, and I just made it that way. So whatever. I've had people, why, why is it T-TimeLiquid.com? Tea, tea well, because I made it T-TimeLiquid.com. So it's T-TimeLiquid.com. VP Live in all caps is 20% off. So VP Live, all caps, 20% off. And there's always, always free shipping. I have free shipping. I always have free shipping. So now is, and the code, I'll run the code for a week. One week. For my VP Live listeners, they'll get the code. So, because I know people don't listen to this to probably two, three days later. So, I'll be going for a week. Use that code and try my. I'm telling you, if you like black tea, you're going to love my juice. It's that simple. Sweet. It's that simple. If you like blueberry, you're going to like my juice. If you like cherry, you're going to like my juice. I, I have had out of, I don't know, in the past three days, out of 50 people that have had the juice, only two people out of 50 said they didn't like it. But they also preference that with I don't like teas or I don't like blueberry or I don't like cherry. So obviously they didn't like these they had that in there. But if you like any of those flavors, I promise you're gonna love this juice. No sweeteners. Uh it's 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 delicious. It's absolutely delicious. It's it's a it's a premium e liquid. Everything, even the label is gorgeous, Flitzano. I have these nice silk labels <laughs> on them that are fun to just kind of rub up and down through. I, I listen, I went all in with this juice. It really is from bottle to label, to what's inside it, a premium juice. And I suggest everybody buy it. Everybody buy it. All my listeners ha- have to buy this juice. <laughs> you got to try Listen, I have never asked anything. I've been doing this show, what, fucking six, seven years, probably seven years. I have never, I've had audiences like like my audience or my uh, my fan, whoever they are, I don't know if they're fans, audience, my listeners, throughout the years, they recognize, hey, you know, if you wanted to charge money to listen to your show, we would pay for it, or hey, maybe, you know, no, I've never asked them for money, never have asked my listeners for money. I've always had either uh, sponsors pay for stuff, or right now I'm paying for all the VP Live stuff. Um, I've never, ever asked them for anything. I've never asked them to buy anything. This is it. This is the one thing. You want to support me and you want to support VP Live? Buy this juice. It's a wonderful juice. You won't regret it. 
they got to buy it now, right, Flitzano? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, pl- and plus, you get a use out of it. I mean, you know, donating to a show, like, you know, you get to hear more show. But, like, you go buy juice to support a show. Then you have juice. I'm like, telling you. Get you get to vape it. <laughs> and, and stores, you have you, – you, let me tell you something. I know there's this big push with uh, uh, IP infringement and uh, cartoon labels. My labels have no IP infringement. They were created from scratch. There's no – uh, cartoons on it or anything. They're very classy, very elegant labels. Uh, the the whole product is just whatever. You have this juice in your store, and you know I had a I had two stores. Two stores tell me today they go, wow, this is different because all the juices are filled with fucking sweetener now. They're all the same thing. They're all custards right. and creams and cakes, and they're filled with sweetener. This is the complete opposite. This is this is a wonderful juice. And stores, remember, if if you order from me, stores. You could order right over the website. Uh, if you order from me, st- well, they'd have to get in touch with me to get a wholesale account. But if you order from me stores, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get advertising on this wonderful podcast. <laughs> and who wouldn't it's a free want bonus. that? Yes, I mean, and, hey, and, and who wouldn't want that? I'm telling you, I'm all in on this, Felsana. This, this is it now. This is what I do. I mean, I, I have a juice company, and my job is to get my juice out there, and I know people are going to love it. I know what I know. I'm going to get you some, too. I'm going to get you some. I don't have 24 milligram, but I'll have them make up a a special, uh, a special. 12, 12 or 6 is good. You know what I'll do? do? I'll have them make up a special 18 milligram for you. How about that? That'll work, too. We we used to have 18 milligram. What happened to that? (laughs) 18's good stuff. It it was, we, we, you know, when when we we had 6, 6 was low. We had 6. That was low. There was 12. I used to use 12. There was 12 milligram. Uh, 18, 24, 36, and 48. Yeah. There was never much, like, there was never, like, a a, a 30, you know, like, nope. or a 28 or a 20, you know, like, it always seemed like that was a large, I mean, it wasn't really a big jump, but 24 to 36 is a pretty considerable jump, like, with nicotine levels, like. Yes. Uh, but, you know, 12 to, 12 to 18 is good, like, there's... You know, twelve and twenty-four is quite a big, quite a big difference. But that that eighteen right in the middle is it's a really good compromise. And uh, yeah, twenty-four is I my my twenty-four days may be over. I don't know. It's I started enjoying more of just vaping yeah. and less. You know, like because you you do lose a little bit of flavor when you when you start going such high nicotine. So. I've kind of stepped out a little bit just to, to try to get a little more flavor out of some stuff. But I'm um, telling you, 20, yeah, 24 is a lot. I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not doing the salts? I mean, I think you'd be all over that. I haven't. No, I haven't tried. Uh, I haven't tried any of the salt stuff. I know a lot of people are loving it, but um, I, uh, I've i just been really lazy. For, you know, I feel like I've been vaping long enough that I I deserve time to just not have to do anything. Right. <laughs> so I can just buy buy liquid, put it in a tank, and be able to vape it. <laughs> I actually looked at the chat. I'm sorry. In the chat. So uh, just so you know, my juice is a premium juice. It's six, It comes in 60 ml bottles, unicorn bottles. It's $24.99. But with the discount, it's uh, 20 bucks. I think it is. $24.99. Here, here's the link. There's a link in the chat. That's how much the juice. I think it's like $20.40 or something like that. Uh, and there's That's free a good sh- price. Yeah. And there's free shipping. So now's the time to get it because it's not going to be twenty percent off forever. But I, I want you know I want people to try it. It's, it. it's a great juice. It really is. I am just I I you know what I kind of in a sense gave up on vaping. I would take puffs every because again I don't use nicotine. 
for my dieting, I've been taking puffs of like, I have a, a sherbet juice that I've been using that's really, you know, tasty. So if I feel like having a sweet, I'll just taste, you know, vape that and it goes away. Um, yeah. But I haven't really been like steady vaping all day. Like I could get three or four days out of my batteries because that's how much I was vaping. Now that I got my, I vape the shit out of my juice. I'm, <laughs> I, mean, I, I love it. it can, because because I I can I can vape it. I mean it it doesn't have the it's not over it's not sweet at all. It's got a wonderful tea. It's just something I can do all day. And then you know and now it's making me explore other. I did st- I did start a group. I talked about my last show. I started a group Vapors Against Sweeteners. It's on Facebook. Just type in Vapors Against Sweeteners. Trying to get other companies. Now I want to try other companies' juices that that don't use sweeteners because I'm sure yeah. there's a lot out there that I would love. I mean it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm in deep, <laughs> but yeah. I, now you on your diet bit. I and I was actually <clears throat> I was gonna say like I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy that you did determine that the uh, the vaping wasn't causing stomach problems because yes. I I'm not a doctor um, by any stretch of the word, but I never fully felt that that would be accurate. Right. Like I just because I have a really weird temperamental stomach as well, and I never got any weird things happening from vaping because of my stomach. So I was, I did, you know, I did kind of question that, that idea, but I, I'm not one to really argue with what a doctor says, nope, but, um, it was carbs. So that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of nice that they, the, that they did figure that out, that it wasn't the vaping. And, um, well, and they, you've been, I'll tell you what, doing the keto thing, right? I have. And I'll tell you what, the doctor didn't figure it out. I figured it out by doing the keto thing. When I started yeah. doing the keto thing, I think it's been about three months now. Um, and I, and I stopped and I stopped uh, having carbs and sugar. Then I was then I wasn't taking tums anymore. All my stomach problems went away. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. So I started researching it, and I found this doctor in Massachusetts who treats people with GERD, which is what I was diagnosed with. GERD uh, is uh, okay. Yeah, you know what GERD is, right? So I was diagnosed uh, yeah, with yeah, vaguely, yeah. So I was diagnosed with GERD, and he had learned that. He was telling patients to, to have very little carbs or try to stay away from carbs. And all the patients that he was telling, their GERD symptoms would go away, which is acid reflux. I mean, I got horrible acid reflux, um, heartburn, you know, stomach discomfort, uh, stomach pain. And their symptoms would go away if they stopped eating carbs, if they cut carbs out of their diet. And that's when I said, yeah. holy shit, that's it. It's the carbs. And what's funny is, is I'm kind of, I've, I've lost a lot of weight. I mean, I, I'm going to be down. To, I, I wanted my goal to be 165 and I'm three pounds away. So yeah. now I'm trying to like fuck around with working carbs back into my life because don't yeah. get me wrong. I miss pizza. I miss you know, things I miss. <laughs> um, and now that I lost all the weight, I think I can. But, and, and I tried actually the other day, I'm, I'm experimenting with tortillas, like tortilla chips have a low amount of carbs, but there's still some in there. And yeah. even eating those, I still get a little, my stomach's like, eh, you tell, it could tell. It's like, eh, I don't really like this. It doesn't get as bad as it was, but it's like, eh, you know, this is not good. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm done with carbs. You know, I, I'm just, I'm just going to stay away. And, uh, yeah, the weight I, I, I fucking 30, uh, 30 pounds I've lost now. <laughs> 30 yeah. Like, say, you're getting, you're getting close to like, I'm right now. Currently I'm at about 150. Yeah. So you're, you're not far off from, uh, from me right now. Yeah. No, well, I'm, I, but I'm also taller. So yeah. yeah um, but yeah, you know, again, I don't want to be a stick, but I, I just want, I had a belly and I wanted my belly gone and it's, it's yeah. almost, it's about 75% gone. It's, uh, and I feel so much better and I have energy. I could actually like 
the, the crazy thing about the diet is you have this like crazy energy. You could just go all day and I, I don't feel tired anymore. And, uh, I mean, listen, it works. I, I can't have pizza and pasta. Well, I, there's a special pasta I buy that I can't have, but yeah, if you want to lose weight, this is it. This is at, and I haven't worked out. Now my girlfriend works out. She's losing so much weight. She's working out and doing it. I haven't worked out at all. Not a fucking I. I haven't lifted a finger to work out, and I lost all this right. weight. It's amazing. Yeah, I need to. I need to try to work more proteins and and keto related. Like I, I can never do the full keto thing, but I, I'm with you on the stomach stuff. And it's kind of a weird segue that everybody's probably like, "What the fuck? Shut up!" But um, <laughs> like. I, uh, <laughs> cause I had my gallbladder out not, not too long ago. Oh, that's and right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think my issue kind of, cause it's, it's funny because, um, what you're saying about like the GERD and the reflux and, and all that stuff. And, uh, a lot of times doctors just assume that people have too much acid in their stomach and yep. that's what's causing all that. But the reverse of that by not having enough acid you get the same symptoms. Right. And the only way they find that out, like they have to actually do like a pH balance test in your stomach, or I don't know how they actually do it, but they can test that and see if your stomach is actually producing enough acid. Because as we get older, that gets worse. And yep. so uh, I, you know, I kind of had to figure that out on my own that my, because I would get reflux and terrible stuff too, but my body doesn't make enough acid. And carbs are like, they're a bad trigger because it's harder. I think, you know, for your body to process all the stuff out of that, than it is like pure animal protein. Like if you're eating meat, it's, it's easier for your body to break that down and use it than it is to break it down and use stuff from, from processed foods and carbs and all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, it makes total sense that you're, if you, if your stomach is not working the way it should, and you're taking out all the carbs, then it would mean your stomach is probably working better just because it doesn't have to do as much. Right. So, uh, so it could be, I mean, it could be an acid thing. It could be a, I mean, like an imbalance thing that maybe, you know, maybe your stomach isn't overproducing. Maybe it's underproducing. It could be, I don't know. I just know an idea. Yeah. And, and believe me, I, I wish, I mean, I, I wish, I wish I, 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 there's so many foods that have carbs that I miss. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I always, oh, yeah, and yeah. I always told myself <laughs> that I, I'll work back to eating normal again when this is all gone. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it, who knows? I have no idea. All I know is I feel good now. I don't feel like I did before. And, uh, you know, and, and I know and some people, get, well, some people like, oh, you, burgers, steak. Uh, I mean, well, you know, yeah, I can have steak. the bun, but I can have steak. Yes. I can. I have burgers. I, you know, I, I go to five guys and I just get, get it without the bun. I mean, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very, uh, whoa the hell's going on here i'm confused okay i better wrap this up because i'm <laughs> <laughs> holy tamale i got so much going on here yeah so i yeah so it's worked out i feel great it's good i'm glad uh, uh i was able to do a show again i'm glad you were able to uh come on absolutely it's great i love having you on i had uh um who'd i have on uh, i had jay i had jay join me last time like I was saying, and I know people again, oh, where's Dino? Listen, I'll, I'll say it one more time. I said it last show, I'll say it one more time. You know, Dino had a tragic thing happen months and months ago. Uh, Dino's fine. He's, 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 he's getting better. He's living his life. He's doing his thing. And, uh, you know, he's just off being Dino. 
You know, people yeah. don't people don't stay as we should. Felicia and I both know people don't stay around forever. You have people that come and people that go in this in this community in this industry. And uh, I, I wouldn't say Dino's gone, but you know he's 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 off living his life. Yeah, and, he's uh, got to do his own. He's got to he's got to find his way. He's got to do his thing. And you know when he if or when he comes back around, then you know we'll always be here, of course. Absolutely. And, and he, I mean, he's still around, obviously. But. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, you know. But you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, you know, he, you know. I haven't talked to Dino. I, I talked to Cisco the other day. I haven't talked to Dino in the longest time. I got to talk to him. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll go to New York and I'll have dinner with him. But 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 Dino is fine. Dino is fine. He's doing fine. Um, you know, things just change for people. So it is what it is. And. Uh, Tomorrow's Halloween. That's Tomorrow crazy. is Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. Very, very <laughs> exciting. So, uh, yeah, I w- thank you for coming on. I really, Absolutely. really appreciate it. Um, we love people love hearing Flitzanu. And you're still doing your show, right? You're still doing your show. Still doing my show. I'm uh, I'm skipping tomorrow because tomorrow is Halloween. That's and, right. And uh, I'll be I'll be busy. Well, not so much busy, but just having to try to answer the door and deal with you know trick or treaters and stuff like it just be a hassle. So right. Hiatus for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, every you want you want to try to guess it. You want to you want to see if you remember the show time. Uh, it's not. It's eight o'clock. It's not eight o'clock. o'clock. It's eight o'clock. It not is eight o'clock. I knew it. I knew it was eight o'clock. Yeah. I, to, well, actually, I took it back. It, it was eight o'clock. We've kind of pushed it. Like we've had a lot of lack of hosts, so it's kind of dwindled. I mean, you know, as things kind of dwindle over time, so it, it's pushed back to nine. Um, I usually go on it at nine Eastern now instead of eight. Oh, okay, nine Eastern. I was doing two hours, but now I'm just I'm doing just the one hour. So yeah, Tuesdays at nine Eastern now on Vape TV. Very good. On Vape TV, 9 Eastern, VapeTV.com is correct? Yes. Yes. Correct. VapeTV.com. There we go. There we go. I knew it. That's wonderful. I'm glad you're still doing your show. That's awesome. Long time. You've been on that show for years. It's coming up on seven years. I want to say it was like December 2010 that that we started, that I started. So, yeah, coming up on seven years now. Man, it's you, crazy. You're OG. <laughs> you're OG all the way. And so are you. You've been, I mean, you know, you're not far off from, uh, you're not far off from that time frame either. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I haven't been doing, I started the show. I didn't start the show in 2009. I started in 2010 is when I started the show. So, yeah, about seven years. And as much as I try, I, I can't get away from it. As much as I. Yeah. You know, like when the saw started going down, I actually have somebody I'm, I'm talking to that uh, I want to bring on with me. I think he would, uh, people would find him very interesting. His, his name is John. He uh, I, he lives uh, in the town next to me. Very nice guy. Fun guy. Very smart guy. Um, I think people would find him fascinating. But we'll see. Right now I got a... I got I got the juice game. I got to hustle right now. I'm hustling, hustling in that juice right. game, yeah. hustling. <laughs> Every day you're hustling. I'm, Wake up and hustle. I'm telling you. Listen, you know, I, even though my juice is different from all the others, in, in reality, I'm competing with thousands of juices. It's that simple. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, 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 as, when it comes to market, they're all the same. It doesn't matter what's inside; they're all the same. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it's 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 tough. So you really got to get out there and. Uh, 
It's a hustle, but I'll get I'll get it out there. It's it's good. I know once people try, they go, "Holy shit, this juice is delicious," and and it's just gonna take off from there. It's just getting it into their hands. And uh, this is not the small little industry it used to be. This is a huge industry now. Yeah, I get yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm proud. I'm proud that you've. I'm proud that you're doing something. That's amazing. Well, thank. I'm proud that. <laughs> not proud well. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Proud that you're finally doing something. I know. I know what you meant. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Thank you, Flitzanu. Thank you very much. And and, and I'm proud that you have a a lovely lady now. That's wonderful. Very happy for you. Yes, thank you. Keep me off the streets for a while. That's right. It's about time. (laughs) Keep you out of trouble. You need someone to keep you out of trouble. Yes. All right. We will talk to you soon. And thank you, Flitzanu, for coming on. Absolutely. I'll talk to you. Talk to you later. All right, man. Talk to you later. I see. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So I think that's about it. I don't know what this is. Oh, that's the song I never played. That's the song I was supposed to play at the beginning of the show that I didn't. That's okay. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening. Let me turn this down www.teatimeliquid.com that's the website that's where you pick up the greatest e-liquid to come out that this is like the hottest e-liquid to come out like ever like you've had nothing like this (laughs) buy the juice it's delicious i promise i promise you'll like it uh i should be back i don't know it could be next week could be next month could be next won't be next year but it could be a couple weeks. Who knows? Again, when something piques my interest that I need to discuss, like what happened to our poor friend Matt or Corey Haim, for that matter, I'll do a show. And that's how that works. So I am out. It's time to wrap this up. How do we do this? Here we go. All right. That's it. I'm out. Have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs>